three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project as we continue to encourage one another to be in God's Word, to be those who read and listen to God's Word, and to do it daily, to do it often, even two or three or four times in a day, and even if it's just a little bit. So I want to encourage you, even if, even as I read a proverb and a psalm this morning, I looked at Exodus, that uh, even tonight, in all my busyness, I hope to um, be able to get into reading one of the one of the Gospels. Going to try and start really looking at one of the Gospels and digging a little bit deeper. And maybe the next book that I do in all of this will be one of the Gospels. But anyway, um, you know, if you read three times a day for five minutes, that you'll be surprised how much of the Bible you'll get read and you don't have to try and read all of it all the way through you can be reading certain parts of it over and over again so that you really get used to it you know what's coming up next those kind of things so just to encourage you again to be in god's word all right so we are into chapter 10 of exodus we are up to the last of the plagues the last three plagues here are locust darkness and then death and i want to look at this one with locusts and um Part of me is, for time, thinking I shouldn't read all of it, plus I'm not the greatest reader, but I'm trying to encourage you to read. So I will read this full passage of chapter 10 that has to do with the eighth plague of locusts. So chapter 10, verse 1, Then the Lord said to Moses, Go into Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants, that I may show these signs of mine among them, and that you may tell in the hearing of your son, and of your grandson, how I have dealt harshly with the Egyptians, and what signs I have done among them, that you may know that I am the Lord. Right, let me stop right there. So Moses already has children. Aaron has grandchildren. So you can say, well, that's for right now. But he's really also mostly talking about how this story will be told for the ages. And he's right. We've even made movies about it, right? And it is so important that we relate these stories, biblical stories, Bible reading, to our children and our grandchildren. So there's a, a great little sidebar for that. Verse 3, So Moses and Aaron went into Pharaoh and said to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go, that they may serve me. For if you refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring locusts into your country, and they shall cover the face of the land, so that no one can see the land. And they shall eat what is left to you after the hail, and they shall eat every tree of yours that grows in the field. And they shall fill your houses and the houses of your servants and all the Egyptians, as neither your fathers nor your grandfathers have seen from the day they came on earth on this to this day. Then he turned and went out from Pharaoh. Then Pharaoh's servants said to him, I remember God said that he would harden Pharaoh's servants' hearts too. How long shall this man be a snare to us? Let the men go, that they may serve the Lord their God. Do you not yet understand that Egypt is ruined? Okay, so here are the Pharaoh's servants or wise men saying, let's let the men go, right? So that's 
that's the foundation for this next conversation. Remember that. Um, so where was I here? Uh, so Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh, and he said to them, Go, serve the Lord your God, but which ones are to go? And Moses said, We will go with our young and our old. We will go with our sons and our daughters, with our flocks and herds, for we must hold a feast to the Lord. But he said to them, The Lord will be with you, even if you let even if I let you and your little ones go. Look, you have some evil purpose in mind. No, go, the men among you, and serve the Lord, for that is what you are asking. And they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. All right, so Pharaoh is saying, just the men. And that's not the deal. Then the Lord said to Moses, so here's a good way to, in dealing with negotiation. When they try to negotiate in a way, and it's not what you're wanting, then it's off. Right? It's not kind of on, it's off. And here it is off. So the Lord says to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts, so that they may come upon the land of Egypt and eat every plant in the land, all that the hill has left. So Moses stretched out his staff over the land of Egypt, and the Lord brought an east wind upon the land all that day and all that night. When it was morning, the east wind had brought the locusts. The locusts came up over all the land of Egypt and settled on the whole country of Egypt, such as such a dense swarm of locusts as had never been before, nor ever will be again. They covered the face of the whole land, so the land was darkened, and they ate all the plants in the land, and all the fruit of the trees that the hill had left. Not a green thing remained, neither tree nor plant of the field, through all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh hastily called Moses and Aaron and said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now, therefore, forgive my sin, please, only this once, and plead with the Lord your God, only to remove this death from me. So he went out from Pharaoh and pleaded with the Lord, and the Lord turned the wind into a very strong west wind, which lifted the locust and drove it into the Red Sea. Not a single locust was left in all the country of Egypt, for the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, he did not let the people of Israel go. All right, so here we are continuing with God hardening the heart of Pharaoh. Pharaoh not letting the people go. So the people is all of the Hebrews and everything that is theirs. Because they are going. They're not just going on a little vacation. They're not going on a little bit. Let's go worship God and come back. They're going. And I think Pharaoh understands that from the get-go. And I think that's a part of what God maybe puts in his heart to harden him because he doesn't want to lose this great workforce. And not only that, but it shows that he has power, or if they leave, it shows that he doesn't have power. So the popularity contest continues, the power struggle continues here with Pharaoh. And at the end of the day, everything's gone now. The hail hadn't destroyed, as far as crop goes, is now been destroyed. The trees have been destroyed. What is there left, right? So the only thing really left at this point in life is daylight and that you have your family, right? Well, and that is what's next. So be thinking about your own relationship with God, how you're doing with him, and that he is a God of mercy. He is a, a great God. He is faithful and worthy of our worship. And that we ought to be worshiping him. We ought to be worshiping him with our families every single day. 
And even if it's one verse you're memorizing, that you're memorizing with your wife or with your children, or how you pray together, uh, where I've never been one who sang, I can't sing. So singing has never been a part of our family and to my detriment, but reading scripture, praying together, looking at scripture and memorizing scripture together, that's a big deal. And it should be a big deal in your home. And if you can sing, singing as well. All right, God bless you guys. Have a great day.